We're holding, we're holding by the Mishnah. We're holding by the Mishnah on Yudzayin and The Mishnah. Yeah, let's see it again. We saw we spoke quickly last week. Yeah, let's see it again. We're doing it again. A person has a, dead, a diseased body in front of him. Potomi Krishma is from Krishma. Minatvilo, Minatvilin from davening, from phylacteries, and we call mitzvah samoras patora. From all the other mitzvahs, nusya mitav chilufein, vechilufei chilufein. Someone who carries the, ba, the, the bed holding the deceased person, the person is switching them out, and the people are switching out the switchers. There's two different types. There's people with Shlifnei Mita, Rashi learns, and people who are yet to carry. Mita, they already carried. So Rashi learns it's two different things. Before the Mita, they haven't carried yet, and they're needed in order to carry in the future. Then the Pturin, they're exempt. Seemingly they're exempt from everything. The ones who carried already, but they need them, obligated mitzvahs. Here in Kriyashma, but they're both exempt from tefillah. The difference is because they're going to be a rotation. I assume. So they're both, they're both parts from tefillah, Rashi says, because tefillah is only derabonan as opposed to Kriyashma, which is deraisa. It's complicated when talking about Kriyashma. No, because, like, how, how long yeah, 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 we're going to see. It gets complicated. Ask him. If they already buried him, the Chuzru. Now they're going to go back and stand in Ashura to do a Nichma Velim. If they could start saying Kriyashim and finish before they get to the Shura, Yaschilu. They should start, and parenthetically, they should finish. Vim lav, but if they can't finish by the time they get to the shura, the avilim, then the yaschilu they shouldn't start saying kriyshma because they're already isik and nicham avilim. Halim de meshura pnimim turim. If they're standing in the inside of the line, then they're exempt from kriyshma. Vachitzeinim, but the people on the outside of chayavim. Here, this part of the mishnah is in parenthesis because it comes up later on in the mesech lanav chafam alaf. So now. We have a question. The Mishnah says, Misha Mesa Mutalafanov. So now we're going to discuss what's it mean, Mutalafanov. It sounds like Dafka when it's Mutalafanov, that's when you have a Ptur. But it's not in, it's Aina Mutalafanov, the Chorah Yud Bichayev. So it says the Gemara as follows Mutalafanov in. When do you have the exemption? That's when the deceased party is in front of you. But he's not in front of you, then you don't have an exemption. We're going to ask a contradiction. Misha Mesa Mutalafanov, if there's a deceased body in front of you, you should eat not in front of him. And if there's nowhere else for him to eat and there's not a different room, then you should eat in his friend's room, in his friend's house. But if he doesn't have a friend we can eat in, then you should make a wall, a partition. And halachically, that's considered like we have two different rooms here. And then you can eat. But if he can't make a mechitza, then... Yeah, he turns around, he eats, but he can't do a seva. And he can eat, but he can't eat meat or drink wine. And he can't make any blessings. Yeah. That's talking about Birchas Hamitzi. Yeah. Rashi says, this is so Gishmak. What's Eino Mezamein? Eino Tzarech Levarachas Birchas Hamazen. So what's Mezamein? It's very relevant to first Seder and Yonim. Yeah? Whoa, whoa, whoa. So, so, so. I don't want to get into it, this Rashi. 
I also want to get to it, but not now. This is not the context. This Rashi is very, very relevant to all the first Seder Nyanim. What's a Zilun? Inam Zamin. Rashi says, Inam Avorich Birchas Amazon. Unbelievable. Now, Vein Mavarchanalov. Sha. Vein Mavarchanalov. Yeah. You people can't make a bracha for him. Vein Mazamanalov. Rashi learns here. Ain the Mazaman love, he's not mid star enough to Zimun Shlesha. Wait, these are all the all these Ainos are when he's still in the room. This is when he's still in the room and he's Maxed Panov. Khura. Upatami Krishma, Uminatfila, Minatfila, and we commit some words for Tarah Bishabis. Ubishabis, Mesa Velikal Basa Bishayan. And Mavorich, Umazaman, Mavarchanalov. Umazaman love, a Khayyab commit some words for Tarah. So on Shabbos, all these dinner aren't true. Even if he's in front of the dead body? Seemingly. This is entirely machlek shach taz. The shach seems to be machmer about eating, whatever. But we're going to get there. We're in the middle. Reb Shimon Gamliel says that what mitzvah is chayiv be'elud is chayiv b'chulam. Since you're chayiv in all of these, you have to be chayiv in all mitzvahs. And Reb Yechonon says, "My binayhu, what's between the machlek is between the Tanakam and Reb Shimon Gamliel?" So says the Gemara, "Tashmi shemita ita beganayil." But it says, what's the different nafkamin attachment to me? Meaning, is the mitzvah seina on Shabbos? Devarim Shabbat Zinah. Does that apply? According to Rabbi Shimon ben Gamliel, the answer is no. According to Tanakama, yes. But why is the answer no? There's no devarim Shabbat Zinah. There's a mitzvah attachment to me. Right? Ketani miyas. But I taught, however, that potter mikriyas shemayin etfilah min etfilin. But nonetheless, it told you that your potter, your potter. So even when he's eating a base chavero, right? If he's eating a base chavero, and the Gemara is assuming that when you're eating a base chavero, that's not called mutalafanov, nonetheless, you're exempt from all these mitzvahs. You're exempt from all these mitzvahs, not on Shabbos, before Shabbos. It says you're exempt from all these mitzvahs, even if you're eating base chavero. So you see, not like the Mishnah. The Mishnah says, Dafku and Mesa mutalafanov. Here we have a Braisa teaching me, even if it's not mutalafanov, you're in your friend's house, that still gives you a ptor. So how could that be? So this we saw last week, or last week, last Tuesday. Amir of Papa, of Papa answers, it's not true. What's that talking about? That's only when you're Machse Panov. But if you're in a different house, you're Chayv in all of them. Rav Ashi disagrees. Rav Ashi came in Shemotel Olav, the Kivrei, since it's incumbent upon him to bury him, then Kemotel the Fun of Dummy. That's tantamount, like it's in front of you. In front of you doesn't mean literally in front of you. In front of you means that it's incumbent upon you. Why it's dependent think, on you. Why did we think different to Rapapa? What? I assume Rapapa was the default reading, that's right. It's a, it's a Shveo Kimta. The, the, the price doesn't make that a Kimta. The price has two different uh, examples, right? It's a Mechitza, you know, it's a Mechitza, Beis but it doesn't say all the dinim are only going on the last one, or else with all the dinim are going on the last one, why is it, if all the dinim are only going on the last one, why is it, quote, why is it say all the first scenarios? Only for Achila? Shver. That's what a papa would say, but yeah, shver. So Rashi is telling us a new taich. What's it mean? Mutalafanov? Mutalafanov doesn't mean it's literally in front of him. It means that it's incumbent upon him. How do we know? Shene'emar, like it says, Vayakam Avraham Me'el Pnei That Avram Avinu got up from before the face of this deceased, right? 
Now, obviously it wasn't literally in front of him. The might just meant that it was incumbent upon him. And he said, what? That I'm going to bury the deceased, my deceased, my deceased party from before me. What? Correct. So, Kozman, Shemutl, all of the Kivril, right? So, so, the whole time that it's coming upon him to bury him, then Kamutl, the fun of dummy. That means that it's like, it's Mutl, the fun of, and that's the Pitur of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah means, even if you're not literally in the same room, it's just incumbent upon you. So, the Gemara wants to make a diuk. Mesli, ain. That's only when it's your mace, meaning to say that you're one of the Avelim. You're one of the, the seven Kravim, that is a Mitzvah Savelis. But if you're just guarding it, well, then you're not going to be exempt from all the mitzvahs. How could that be? Vatanya, it was taught in a brisa. Hamishamar is a mace. If a person's guarding a mace, Afal Pisha in a mace, even if it's not one of his krovim, he's not chayven avelis. Potami kriyashma, minatvilo, minatvilin. He's exempt from kriyashma and from davening and from phylacteries. They call mitzvahs amaras v'torah. And from all the mitzvahs in the Torah, so we see that a mishamral also is exempt from mitzvahs. So why does the Mishnah say, The din is not unique to mesel, it's even by a mishamar, even a garden. So, says the Gemara, Mishamral, Afal Pisha Eno Mesel. So he says, If you're a mishamar and you're actually guarding him, the time you're guarding him, you're right. You're exempt even if it's not incumbent upon you to bury him. But mesel, but if it's you're incumbent upon you to bury him, then afal pisha inu meshamril. Then you're, exe- you're exempt even if you're not actively guarding him. You're not actively involved in it because you still have, like we saw, meichosen, which is a concept of tirda de mitzvah, right? That you're busy with the mental state of preparing yourself to consummate the marriage. So to also you have a tirda de mitzvah of kvurus This will also be for a problem, even if he's avo, but he's not a shamer. I don't know. I, I don't know what you're asking as a question. I don't know. I'm not uh, with you 100. percent Maybe yes. Maybe not. Don't know. Yeah. Meisel meshamerul in. So now the Gemara is a new diuk. If he's a meisel or you meshamerul b'foyel, then you're potter. Avo mahalich v'beisak kvurus lai. But if you're going in the cemetery, you're walking in the cemetery, then you're not exempt. How could that be? Vatanya was taught in the A person shouldn't walk in a cemetery and have tefillin on his head. The Sefer Torah of Israel, and you shouldn't be carrying a Sefer Torah. The Kurya and learn from it. And if he does, he has tefillin on his head, or he's carrying a Sefer Torah in his arms. It's like you're. Uh, you're egging on the deceased because they can't do the mitzvahs. Uh, is this where we get the mitzvahs? Absolutely, it's not a mitzvah. It could be a minig, it could be a din. Just as talks about it, just could be a chiv. Loig lirash means that you're, uh, if you're, you're making fun of a person who's quiet, then it's like uh, you're doing something very awful. Yeah, you're, you're, you're egging him on. Yeah. So says the Gemara, let's, let's, let's cheshben. So there, that's only within Arba Amos who the Asr. Within the Arba Amos of the Kever itself, that's when it's Asr for Tfilin and Sefer Torah and... Yeah. But Chutz the Arba Amos, Chayev. But outside of Arba Amos, Yechayev, you give Shwe Tfilin Mekon. Damemar, like Hazmar said, Meis Tefes Ad Amos Ekriyashma. Because a deceased person, 
is Tefis Dalad Amas the Kriyashma. Hocha, but when it comes to Meso and Meshamra, Yichutz the Dalad Amas Nami Pata, you also have an exemption further from Dalad Amas. Now, this is interesting, right? The whole Braisa only said, it said what? Tefillin learning. And nonetheless, the Gemara assumed from there that those things oh, weren't I unique. Understand. Right? The Gemara thought, Brother Zariah, also that Kriyashma is going to be Asar. So in Svara, we could hear it, right? Because in Svara, what's the Yisrael? The Yisrael is doing mitzvahs in front of the kever. There's a low glarash. It's not nice. So Maishna Tfilin and Maishna Tamatara from Kriyashma. It's the same thing. That's like one of the assumptions. Yeah, this was a more public. And also these mitzvahs, is like, on, like these on mitzvah, in just mitzvah, they also represent all other mitzvah. There's a whole different, there's a Tisvah here that talks about tzitzis. Yeah. Maybe this is a different issue no, because it's connected to Tayyag, because it's with the. You don't become Pachyphus. What? You don't become Pachyphus. You just have to submit. Because. Right, so that's the Shaykh. There's a Machlikus Vishaynim. There's a Machlikus Vishaynim. It could be what you're saying is what we do with the Minug, is like what you're saying. Machlikus Vishaynim, well, that's true or not. Now, Gufa, that was see later on. There was an Amora, it's Tchilis, who was resting on, the, on, on, on a kever. He had Tchilis. Why? Gufa, alavai, what do you mean? Alavai, we had tchilas. Gufa, a meshamer is a meis, someone who's guarding a deceased body, a dead body, afal pishay in a meisel, even if it's not his, patam i kriyashma, min a tfilam, min a tfilin, mikol mitzvah, samaris patora. Hayushnai. Now let's say like this, there were two people. Zemeshamer, one guy can watch the deceased, the dead body, the cadaver, that's the right word. One person can watch the cadaver. Vizakura, and this guy could. Read Kriyashma, then they'll switch. Vezemeshamer, then the guy who read Kriyashma already will watch the cadaver. Vezekara, and this guy will read. Benazai says as follows. Boyim besvino. Let's say they're in a boat. So then, if they're in a boat, manichu bezelvesu, they could put him in a corner. Right? They'll put him in the corner of the boat over there. Mespandam shnei bezelvesacheres. And they can pray in a different corner. They're more than four amos away. It's not mesel. So now they can do other mitzvahs. Why not? So the implication is, oh, so the implication is that the Tanakama seems to understand. Yeah, it's always the corner. So the Tanakama seems to understand irrelevant of where you're located. You always have to be Mashamarim. According to Ben Azai, you don't have to do Shmira on a boat. A boat somehow, since it's contained, it's self-contained, we don't have a concern of what you're doing Shmira for. So yes, you have to put them in a corner so that you can not within Daladamas. So yes, the Gemara, my Benayu, what's enough coming between them? And so the Gemara, Amiravina, Cheshen, Achbarim, Mik Benayu, whether we're concerned for Achbarim, Achbarim, mice eat dead flesh, and therefore, the question is that we have to be concerned, is that part of the Chiv Shmira, that Marasal Rechayshinon, the Tenkame held Rechayshinon, and therefore, even on a boat, you have to watch the cadaver. Marasal Rechayshinon, one person says, the Benazai says, you don't have to be Cheshish for Achbarim. It means my son of that yes, correct, correct, correct. The sages told us follows. Let's say you're bringing bones from one place to another. You guys ever heard of this? Someone was buried in Tenafly, New Jersey, and now they want to bring him to Harazesim, right? They bring the bones. So you you shouldn't put them in a bag. You should put them on top of a donkey and ride on them. Why? Because that's not so nice. Not so, it's not so mechubad. Could, could the situation be when they used to bury people in a cave <coughs> that, that, right, and then move into a cave? That also happened. Yeah. We have caves like that right by my house. 
But if they were afraid because of non-Jews, because of thieves, plunderers, then you're allowed to do whatever you need to do in order to make sure that you're safe. In the same way he said that by bones, they also said that you could do what you need to do in order to protect yourself, even if you're carrying a Sefer Torah. So you could put a Gabi Achamor, you could put in a Daskia, a Haya, right? So where's the Chiddush? If you're going to say that we're going on the Reisha, regarding what? Regarding the regarding uh, uh, the Brisa, the case in the Brisa. What? Regarding the case in the Brisa, you know, uh, uh, A uh, regarding Elohim, if you say Eresha, the first case in the Brisa, she that's obvious. Right. You're looking for the translation, or are you looking for? I don't know. Okay. Let's go. No, no, no. Translation. What's the word? Translation. Translation. What's the word? Translation. Right? Why would a Sefer Torah be any different than a Tzamas? A Sefer? A Sefer is the Chiddush. I'm a Rachva. Right? 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 The Sefer is the That if you're afraid, that you could put it on a Chamor. Yachav Aleim, I'm sorry, that you could ride on them. The fact you could put it on the desk is Pashat. The fact you could put it on the Chamor, it's a Chiddush. You get that, you could put on the chamor and sit on it, you can write on it. That's the safer. If you're scared. If you're scared. I'm a Rachba, I'm a Yehuda. Rachba said in the name of Yehuda, Kola roa hamis, veinam alveyu, even mishimlaik, the rash chalufaseyu. A person who sees a deceased person, there's a procession, and you don't, you don't uh, escort him. Then you transgress this prohibition of Lelik the Rash. Vimal veyu mascharo, and if you escort him, what's your reward? Avasi says, the Torah says about you, that Hashem will escort a person who bestows goodness to a poor person. So Hashem will escort you, whatever that means. And Hashem will give honor to a person who bestows goodness upon a poor person, an impoverished. So Hashem will escort you and he'll honor you. Why do I need a reward to do this? You don't need a reward. It's a mitzvah. But the Gemara is telling you the reward. But why here do we need a reward other places? Don't know. That's an interesting question. Is this the charge, the idea that like, if you travel and somebody gives you money to send, like a shaliach? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm not sure what the connection is. You were talking about if you see a, a funeral procession, you should join up. You shouldn't skip it. If you skip it, you get an English. If you join up, you get schar. I'm not sure what has to do with, with shema. They were talking in the cemetery. And the tchilis of Yunison was, was dragging on the floor. Amulei Ravchir, Ravchir said to him, Dalia, Kadesh Leimir the Malchah, Bayin et Seinu, Vaakshinach, Machafanesano. You should put them away so the dead people won't say that these guys tomorrow are coming to live with us, right? They don't have so much time in this world. They're coming to live with us tomorrow, but now they're making fun of us. <laughs> they're going to be with us now in the next week. Samulei, Yumiyoda Kulehai. 
So the Gemara he said to him, "How could it be? What the de- deceased actually knows so much? What's going on? They know if the tzitzis straying on the it says, Mu'uma, the deceased don't know anything. So Amalayim Karis Lishanisa said, if you learned ever, you didn't chazer. Vim Shanisa, and if you chazer, Lishilashta, you didn't chazer enough. Vim Shilashta, and if you chazer enough, Lopirshilachal, then you had a bad rabbi. Kiachayim Yudim Shemusul. The Pasuk says, the Chayim knew that they were going to die, the living knew they were going to die. Elut Sadikim, these are the Sadikim, it's referring to Sadikim, Shem Yisasan Nikruchayim. Then the death they were called alive. Shenemar, like it says in the Pasuk, there was a person, Neo Ben Yoyodo. We had this already in the Gemara. He's called the crazy place. He was the rich of the Sanhedrin. Ben Yishchai, the son of a living man. Rav Polim, the doer of many deeds. Mekabzael is from a place called Hapsel. Huhika Shnei Ariel Moyav. He hit the two. He attacked the two Ariel Moav. Ariel Moav are like some kind of altars of Moav. Virod Vehika Sari Betechabor Beyemashelig. And he went down and hit a lion inside of a well on a snowy day. Now, this seems like a cryptic pasuk. What in the world does that mean? The Gemara is going to explain to us what that means. It's very relevant to the whole discussion up until now. The Mason knowing what happens. Ben Ishchai. So what's it mean that he was the son of a living man? Atakula Ahumba B'nei Mason, you know. What, the whole world, the son of dead, deceased people? And the Ben Ishchai is the son of a living man. Shafilu B'mitasa Kri'chai. That even when Ben Ayahu has passed away, he was still called alive. Rav Poelim Mikabsel. So, what's it mean that he did all the actions from the place of Kabsel? Shariba Vakovats Poelim, the Torah. That he gathered and collected lots of people that were going to shtag in Torah. Vuhuke, Vuhuhika, Shnei, real Moyav. And he hit the two altars of Moav. Shloiniach Kamosa, Lebe Mikdashish, and Vlemikdashani. There was no one like him in his. In his Vast breadth knowledge of Torah, not Mikdashisha, not Mikdashini. Vihu Yorod Vihika Sari Betechabor, Vimashelik, he hit the lion inside the well on a snowy day. Ike da Amri de Tavel Gizi de Bardo. Some people say that he broke pieces of hail, Venochas Vetovel, and he toveled in them in order to be Tahar to Steig. And you get Amri to tell the Sifra the Bey Rav Beyim Adistava, and some people say that he shtaged the Sifra the Rav Beyim Adistava. There we say that's what the Marshal says here. That's the Sifri on Sefer Vayikra because it's very hard. Yeah. The Mason don't know anything. So what does it mean the, Rishai, the Mesim don't know anything? It's talking about Rishayim. Rishayim, even when they're alive, they don't know anything. Shinema, like it says, rasha nasi Yisrael. You're desecrated in Russia, the prince of Israel. Or we could know from here. That based off the testimony of two people, or three people, a dead person dies. How could it be? Chaihu, how he's still alive. So how could they call him that he's gonna we're gonna kill the dead person? Rather he was already dead. Why? Because he was a Russia. And I prove it to you. He's Chayv Misa, right? So I still see the Russia. Makot. Masechet Makot. We're trying to determine whether the Mesim knows something or not. So he brought a Pasuk. So he brought a Pasuk, right? And the Pasuk was, 
was that's why you made fun of him. You don't know Pshat and the Pasuk. It doesn't mean that the Mesim don't know anything. How do the Mesim know things? The Mesim and the Pasuk are referring to Rishayim. So we brought the Pasuk of Ben Yehuda, Ben Yishchai, to tell me that Sadiqim, even in the Misa, even when they passed away, is still called Chayim. And Rishayim, when they're still alive, are called Mesim. That's what the Gemara did. Let's look there. Why is the Ben Yishchai called Ben Yishchai? Yeah, it's <laughs> In the Bikiyas Shir, we're learning Dafyoimi. Now this, guys, you have to you have to keep this in your back pocket. The sons of Rebchiyah went out to work. They went to go do business. They thought, I have to make a parnasa. I can't sit in Shtag and Kail all the rest of my life. So what happened? They went out to work. The, the learning got too heavy on them. They started forgetting things. Push it. It says they went out to work. It didn't even say they started working. They just went out to work. This the Hava mina pashat to go to work. They already started forgetting the limud. Well, have a kumitzayr that chure, and they were very upset. They tried to remember it. Amalei chad chavrei. So one said to his brother, "Yada oven b'haytzara." Does our father know about how upset this that he should be gets gets upset from this? Amalei idoch maniyada. How would my father know? Vaksiv yichamdu bana v'leyada. It says in the pasuk that his sons could honor him, and he wouldn't know. So if you could honor him, he wouldn't know. So if, if they forgot the learning because they went out to work, so then the father also wouldn't know. Sometimes so Amalei, shh, 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 no, no, we can't have jokes the whole day. Amalei, so his brother returned it back to him. What do you mean he doesn't know? It says that his flesh, even after he passes away, his flesh is going to hurt him, and his soul is going to mourn over his body. Rav Yitzchok explained as follows, what's the Pasuk mean? Kasha rima the mace, the worm that eats the cadaver of a deceased body is more painful, kemachat the basrachai, like as, as a needle going into a human being, a living human being. So therefore, it's a proof that if a, a, a worm eating the deceased body, the dead body of a human being, hurts the neshama, so Nevada, they know what's going on. So Amri, so he retorted, no, it's not a proof. Why? They know about their own personal pain. But when it comes to someone else's pain, then they don't know about other people's pain, only their own. Yes, the Gemorro. What? What pain do they get? The pain from when the worm is eating their goof. Oh, right, something, I think they call it, uh, right, what, it decomposes. Decomposes, it's whatever. Yeah. yeah. Velo, is that true? Vatanya was taught in Braisa. Uh, there was an incident with one chasid. He gave a dinar to a poor person on Erev Rosh Hashanah, in a time of famine. And his wife got very angry at him. Marshal says it was his last dinar. They had no money left. And he went to go sleep in the Beis HaKvaros, in the cemetery. And while he was sleeping in the cemetery, he heard two ruches, two different neshamas of people who passed away already. They were talking to each other. One said to a friend, my, my friend, let's go fly in the world. Let's go hear what's going up in Shemayim. Behind the curtain that's going in Shemayim, what's going on in the world? Then what was decreed on this Rosh Hashanah? So Amrila Chaverta, a friend, said to her, 
I'm not able to. I'm buried in uh, some kind of covering of kanim, of reeds. And some, for some reason, I don't know what this means, but when she's buried in a machzal shalkanim, her neshama, the ruach, is not able to go all the way behind the pargid. She can't do it. So you go, and that which you hear from the other side up in Shemayim, Amrili, go tell me. So Halchehi, she went, Vishata, and flew up to Shemayim. Uba, and then she came back, and she said, her friend said to her, Right? My, my friend, what do you hear up behind the divider? What do you hear in Shemayim? So Amrila, she responded to her, Shemati, Shekol Hazareya Berevir he said, anyone who plants in the first revia in the Yora, borod malka there's going to be hail that destroys everything. So now, let's not forget, this chassad here is sleeping, and he heard this whole conversation, is he right? Because he got kicked out of the house, yeah? He got kicked out of the house. We'll talk about the pshat here in a second, yeah, but the pasha pasha pshat, the words, is that he got kicked out of the house. So halachu, so he went home, after Rosh Hashanah, v'zor b'revia he planted in the Revi Shnia. So what happened? Everyone else's planting got rocked by the Baron, by the hail. And now his own planting didn't get hit. So what happens? The next year, he went and he slept in the cemetery. This time his wife didn't even have to kick him out, right? He had money, right? He was the only one that had produced the previous year. Nonetheless, he went sleep in the cemetery. They were talking to each other. One said to their friend, Let's go fly up into Shemayim. We'll hear behind the divider. What evil decrees are made in the world in the Shoshana? So a friend said back to her, Didn't I already tell you? I can't go up there because I'm buried behind this garment of reeds. So you go up, and whatever you hear, go and tell me. So she went, she flew up into Shemaim, she came back, and she said to a friend, What did you hear on the other side of the curtain up in Shemaim? So she said to her, Shemati. I heard whoever plants in the second revia. So then there's going to be a pestilence that knocks him out. So he went and planted in the first one, so it would be good, right? And planted by the time it came. So everyone was thought they were going to be smart, right? And planted in the revia shnia, because last year that worked. And they all got racked. And his was fine. So again, he walked out like a king from that year. So So his wife said to him, So his wife came back and said, Wait a second, sweetie, this is a little bit much, right? Last year, everyone got rocked by the bottle and you were fine. And now, Everyone got rocked by the pestilence. And you were fine. So what happened? So Sakla Kuladvar Malala. We told her the whole Mesa, the Ruchis, and this and that. So Amru Loihayu Yamimuatim. It wasn't they say that it wasn't it was in a short amount of time. Until there was a fight between the wife of this Tzadik, who was hearing all the news from the Ruchos, Ima Shal Riva. And the mother of the 
Ruach, right? One of the Ruchas said she was buried behind the Machsela Shel Kanim. So that girl's mother, right, got in a fight. Right, the mother married her daughter, so that mother got in a fight with the, the wife of the chassid. Now, so so she said to him, Lechi, you go, and I'm going to show you, your daughter, she's buried in a machsel shakonim. And that was like, uh, she rocked her, yeah? So the next year, he went, he went for the third year, this chassid. They heard the ruchas that were talking oh, to each other. So Amrila, Let's go fly up to Shemaim and see what's going on behind the curtain. What's the bad things were decreed for this Rosh Hashanah? Amrila Chaverti. And she said to her friend, my, my friend, you should leave me. Why? Because that their discussion that happened between me and you already heard between the living. So on the so it must be that they know what's going on. Now the Mashal speaks out that Hahu Chosid was a Yudubari Loi, and obviously if Yudubari Loi didn't go and speak sleep in a cemetery, there was something called having a chaloim, and somehow you could make a shvu on shamus, different shamus, Yamashbiya Shamus, and make you have a chaloim. And he was trying to do this through Chalomos, whatever that means. He was having dreams and visions in his dreams. And that's what the whole thing is really just a mashal. He's having, on Rosh Hashanah, he was being Mashpia Shemus in order to have these dreams. And this is what he saw. Yeah, for three consecutive years. But he still, he still planted that stuff. Right, correct. The story doesn't need the wife getting angry. I in the Yeah? No, the, why, why, that's why he was Mashpia the Shemus. His wife was upset because they had no more money. So oh, now he's much be the shameless to know what happened. Now he had money. He placated his wife. Yeah. <laughs> is that the one? The Marshal says this. Marshal says this. I'm not making it up. Everything I just told you right now. But my marriage is going to stop. Shh. <laughs> so it says the Gemara, you don't have a proof. Maybe someone that was alive, who knew the story, died. And when he died, he told the other deceased people what was going on. But not that they can understand what's going on with the living. And told them, so Tashma, come in here, I'll bring you a proof. Right? Ziri used to go and deposit money by an innkeeper. Right? So, I'm sorry, period. Right? I'm sorry. The person who he was staying with, who kept the money, passed away. He followed her to the place where dead people are. And he spoke to her, right? Her spirit, whatever that means, her neshama, wherever it was, in this place called Chatzamavas. And he said, Where'd you hide my money? Right? <laughs> <laughs> So Amrlay, she said back to him, He said, Go and take it from the pipe that's by the threshold of the door of the house. Plan in this place. Yeah. Now, besides that, the Ima and tell my mother to And she said, Send my comb and send my makeup. 
with this girl who's coming to be over here tomorrow. So she said, she told her that what? That this person was going to pass away and to send her comb and her makeup. Rashi says, obviously she doesn't need a comb and makeup where she is. The shot was that was to cross Agma's nefesh so that people should mourn over her. Correct. To Ziri, right. Ziri was an, an, an Amora. Yeah. Who's the girl? The innkeeper who used to hide his money. No, that's the girl who's dead. Who's Correct. Yeah, yeah, Correct. That's the point. The point is that he went to speak with her. He went to this place called Chatzar Malvis. That's a metaphysical place where he spoke with the neshama of the deceased. And she told him, this is where the money is, because she hid it. She knew where it was. And then she also made this comment, I've sent the comb and my makeup, whatever, with this lady, because she's going to oh, die tomorrow. Because Plony is going to die tomorrow, oh, and yeah. she can bring it with me. Kill uh, them. Right. Yeah. So, obviously, they must know what's going on. Then the Gemara says, no. <laughs> they don't know what's going on in this world. Just because she knew someone was going to die, that's not a proof. Because maybe Duma, Duma is the Malach that's in charge of bringing people into Chatzamavis. There he came and said, you know what, Plonist is coming tomorrow. Plonist is coming. So it's not Pshat, they know what's going on in the world. They got some four, they got the heads up from Duma. Toshma. So now we have to bring another proof. How did, did the Mason know what's going on in this world? Davud Shmuel, the father of Shmuel, have a Gabi Zuzi de Yasmi. The father of Shmuel used to collect money by him, the money of, of orphans. And then he would give it to them when they were able to, when they were able to turn fend for themselves. This is Shmuel, of the father of Shmuel. It's not Shmuel Anavi, this is Shmuel the Amura, Rav and Shmuel. Yeah? So, Kinoch Nafshei, when Avud Shmuel passed away, Lo Havi Shmuel Gabei. Yeah? Shmuel wasn't there, and he didn't know where the money was for the Yisimim. So he used to call him Shmuel, the son of the person who took all the money from the orphans. <laughs> right? Well, it's not so nice, but that's what he did. So he went to go talk to his father that was in this place called Chatzamavis with an Ashamasvar. Right? So he said, there was people that were there in this place called Chatzamavis, and he said, listen, I need to talk to my father. I need, play, I need a person called Abba. Yeah? So Amrulais, they responded to him, Abba Tuva Ika. There's a lot of people called Abba here in the Chatzar Mavis. So Amruluhu, so he responded back, I don't need just any Abba. Abba I need the Abba, the son of Abba. Amrulay, so they responded back to him, Abba Bar Abba Nami Tuva Ika. There are a lot of people here called Abba Bar Abba also. So Amruluhu responded, Baina Abba Bar Abba of Uadashmul. And in Abba bar Abba, the father of Shmuel. So, Heichu, Heicha, where is he? So, Amrulay, so they said to him, Salik the Mesifta Durekiah. You should go up to the Mesifta Durekiah, the base Midrash in Shamayim. That's where your father is. So, Adahachi, while he was going up, Chazi le Levi, he saw a person named Levi from his community. The Yosef of Roy, he was outside of the Mesifta Durekiah. They wouldn't let him in. So, Amrulay, am I Yosef of Roy? Why are you sitting outside? So, my time. Uh, Yes, what's the reason you didn't go in? So yes, we responded to him, the Amrali, they told me, all those years, I didn't go to the base midrash of Rabbi Apon, and it upset him that I didn't come. They won't let me into the Mesifta Rekia for that same amount of years. 
So Ada Hachi Bahachi, while that was going on, Asavua, you saw his father saw him. His father came to say hello to Shmuel. Yeah? So Shmuel saw that his father was crying and he saw that his father was smiling. So Amalei, so he said to him, Shmuel said to his father, My time is what's the reason you're crying? Amalei, he says, You're coming here pretty quick. You're coming here soon. Right? So he was crying. My time So what's the reason you're smiling? He said, because you're very chashiv in this world. So even though I'm sad that you're coming here quickly, you're going to be here soon, nonetheless, I'm sad, I'm happy because you're, going to, they're, they're very, they're, you're a chashiv person here. Here being... In Chatzar Malves, wherever that is, in the Ilam Anishamas. Correct. So Amalei, no jokes, no jokes. Amalei, Ichashvino, yeah, he said, if I'm so chashev, I'm so important, I'm going to bring Levi in with me. Yeah, because let's not forget, Levi was outside the base midrash, to the Kia. And they brought Levi in. So I'm Zuzi, now that he brought Levi in, now he got down to business. I'm Zuzi, he asked me, Hecha, where's the money of the orphans? I don't know why this is so funny. No, this is why he's still alive. Because he's chashev. Kashmo's chashev. Correct, correct. It makes sense to you. We can make demands afterwards. We don't understand it. Whatever it is, shh. We want to know where the money is for the assignment. All right, where's the money for the orphans? It's a very fair question. So I'm a lazyil. You go shaklinu ba'amsederichaya. Go to the base of the mill. There's a bunch of money there. The top of the money bundle and the bottom of the money bundle is ours. And the middle of the money bundle belongs to the Yisimim. So I'm going my time of it. Why did you do that? Why did you put our money on top of the bottom and put the Yisimim in the middle? So so he said as follows. If they're going to steal it, someone comes to steal it, they'll steal from the top. And therefore they'll only take our money. And if it's going to rot in the ground, the ground's only going to take our money. And therefore, he made sure that to protect the money of the Yisimim. So it must be, though, that if Shmuel knew so much, it must be that, that what? That they know what's going on, even in this world. Now what are you going to tell me, that Duma came and was Machriz? That can't be. Why not? Who asked this question? One of the, the Farshim asked this. Yeah, this is Akasha. Why? Because there, Duma comes in Machriz the day before, but here he just says, you're coming soon. Coming soon, Dumas and Machriz that much before. That's this is Pshat here. So says the Gemara, no. Dumas Shani Shmuel, maybe Shmuel is different, came into Chashiv, because since he's so important, Kodmi Machrizi, they come earlier and they decree, Pnu Mokim, make room for Shmuel who's coming in. Yeah? What's that mean? I don't know what that means. What? Somehow there's a concept of making Mokim in Edom Abba, in Edom I don't know what that means. No, the deceased, Avua, right. His father knew. His father knew that he was coming soon, right? Ah, so they said in the yeah. Oh, okay, fine. No, the after Rav Shmuel was Chazer. The because Shmuel said in the name Rav Yunusson, how do we know the deceased discuss with each other? They converse with each other. Because it says in the Pasuk, Vayemar Hashem Ilov. 
Hashem said to him, Hashem said to Mesha, this is the land which I pledged to Avram, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, Lemur, saying, my Lemur, why is the Pasuk end saying Lemur, what was said? Hashem said to Moshe, Lech emur lahem, la'avram li'itzchuk li'yankiv, go tell the Avos HaKadoshim, Shvuash nishpati lechem, the Shvuash that I, the oath that I, Hashem, took to you, the Avos, kvar kiyamtiya levineichem, I already fulfilled it with your sons. And if you think that they don't know what's going on, ki amalahu, when Mesha tells to Avram Yitzchayankiv that the Shvu is already in the sky, my hovel, Right? Who cares? Elamai, dear die. It must be that they know. If that's true, then then I'm the Maimalahu. So why do you have to tell them? Anyways, they know what's going on. Elamai says the Gemara that the Avasakadishim would owe one to Moshe. They didn't need to Moshe did him a favor. He told them, and since he was the one that gave him the Basura Tavan that the Shu was already fulfilled, so then that's already enough for him to them to own a favor because he did the favor he did them a favor and told them that the shvu was already fulfilled well, the was fulfilled so that's the point the point is they don't know like automatically it seems like it seems like they can know they can know they didn't know yet they have to whatever they have to look I don't know they have to I don't know how, I don't know how it works yeah correct he was told yeah now the Maharshah Sakashi here the Maharshah yeah he asks that, what's that mean that it was already fulfilled? It wasn't fulfilled. Moshe Rabbeinu didn't go into Israel. The people went into But it wasn't fulfilled. It says, I already fulfilled it. I already fulfilled it. By the time he got out the Chatzah Mavis, the Moshe Rabbeinu says, the Moshe Rabbeinu says, since they're already starting that process, and they're about to do it, it's like they already did it. Well, that was on the Nash. They, they, yeah. they, they, they already take it in.